0: Hey church, we just heard an incredible message that we believe is for you, so get ready to be encouraged, to be strengthened. This will change your life. We love you so much. Hello, all the amazing leaders. You know, every week we gather and we talk about some leadership principles and get pushed yeah. forward with yes. the vision and what we're called yes. to do, yes. but we also tell, talk about stories And the reason we always have this time of stories is to remember why we actually do what we're doing. Because we're running and we're accomplishing so many things, but really the goal is to see lives change for Christ's glory, to raise up Christ-like leaders. So I'm going to actually invite up Gabriele. Come on up and tell us a story real quick. Um, This is still from Sisterhood. So, um, Asha and Pastor Onika, one of the girls, actually Sabrina told me this story, one of the girls in her connect group rented a limo to bring 12 girls to Sisterhood, being three of them um, atheists, and they all came after Sisterhood, they had a party in the limo, and like a mini connect group, and these girls were asking like tons of questions about sisterhood. They love hearing Pastor Onika speak and then they this Sunday are going to be coming back. They're like we want to be there. We want to be there. So yep that's why. Awesome awesome. Hey team this is Onika. Hey y'all on the video not video on the phone and y'all in the room so excited to share this morning. I have a word that's brewing in my heart. It's still developing Um, But I'm just going to give it to y'all raw But here's the funny thing um, That just gives you an idea about the difference between my husband and I I left my Bible at home So I borrowed his Bible to study And he came up to me and said, don't write in my Bible So I'm used to highlighting things before I speak So I'm speaking without any highlighted words And so here we go (laughs) Wish me luck Um, We are going to read out of Joshua 13, and I encourage y'all to nerd out and study this later, even after I do this little mini teaching. But bottom line, it's the Word of God just illuminated to me as I was reading it today, and it's just a reminder to not quit. It's a reminder for us as a church in Antigua and here in Dallas that God is not done. And sometimes when you get to a certain point, it's easy to just go to sleep, to get relaxed, to go on autopilot. And I felt like the word of the Lord for us as a global church was don't quit. I still got more for you to do. Don't settle, don't get cozy. It's not time to put on your Snuggie and flip channels and watch Netflix and be done with the call of God on your life or the call of God on this church. We have still work to do. Joshua 13 verses 1. When Joshua had grown old, and I thought about that word and I thought, it's another word for gotten comfortable, seen great things, and just kind of stopped. he gotten old. The Lord said to him, you are now weary and old. There are still, everybody say still. Still. Large areas of land to be taken over. And that word, there are still, jumped out at me. There's still lives for us to impact. There's still churches churches for us to start. There's still people who need to be invited to church. There's still hope for your marriage. There's still hope for your married life. There's still hope for your single life. There's still hope for your health. There's still, I love that, there's still very large areas of land to be taken over. Not small, very large. I love that, to be taken over. And taken over, you need passion, you need force, you need authority, you need grit. You can't be sleepy to take something over. And I felt God really, um, early and I have been thinking a lot just about the growth of the church. And I think sometimes when things grow people who have a small mindset and mentality think that's bad but actually god wants things to multiply he multiplied loaves and fishes so this church growing is actually a sign of health but even in the growth we're not done and it goes on to say in joshua 13 it talks about all the lands and regions that still remain but bottom line it goes on to say that there's people who inhabited the land that belong to us There's places that we're supposed to go in this community here in Dallas and in Antigua and other places all across the world that are inhabited by people Basically, spiritual strongholds that don't belong there. And so, if you go on to Joshua 13, it talks about people that inhabited land that didn't belong to them, but God is saying there's still places for you to conquer. So, He's waking them up. And there's the word picture that came to me is that there's squatters that are in places all over Antigua, all over Dallas, all over the United States that are squatting on territory that belongs to us. And come to find out as I was reading more in Joshua 13, and I want y'all to know down and read it because he lists all the things that belong belong to them because it was part of their inheritance and so there's land and things that belong to us as children of God and we've been inherited it because of God's goodness but squatters have taken possession squatters are squatting in marriages spiritual squatters are squatting in marriages all over Antigua all over Dallas Squatters are taking up residences and abandoned buildings all across the world that we're actually supposed to renovate, we're supposed to turn into churches, and they're supposed to become lighthouses. Squatters are positioned all over the world because it was vacant. I'm going to read you the definition of a squatter. I'm going to read you that definition. A person who settles on land or occupies property without title right payment or rent. So there's things that are occupying, things in the spirit realm that are taking residency, taking camp in people's lives in the natural, physical, and spiritual that do not belong there. But we, as the children of God, have an inheritance and it actually belongs to us and so we have to go in and not let that place stay the same. We can't let the marriages that are crushed stay the same. We can't let the single people that feel hopeless and disappointed stay the same. We can't let the abandoned Buildings that we know belong to us all around the world. That God has called us to create lighthouses for people who do not have any homes. We were talking this morning, Earl and I, in the car, right about growth and about um, different places that have become available that we are supposed to step into. And I said, you know what? When when we come to the church, and because sometimes as pastors, you shy away of saying. This is how much it would cost for us to buy a new building, Mm -hmm. to renovate it, to make it a church. Because you don't want to be lumped in with all the other places that ask for money. But the bottom line is, I said to Earl, if we were building an orphanage, people would rally behind an orphanage because they recognize that there's orphans that need parents that need a home. I'm here to tell you that there's spiritual orphans all around the world that I get very passionate about this because there's so many people that are wandering, that are hopeless, and they have an inheritance, but they don't even know that they have an inheritance. And so I need us as the serve team, as the leaders of this house, of the front line to still keep moving forward, to still keep believing God for crazy miracles, to not give up when something seems like it's boarded up. You have neighbors that their hearts seem boarded up. There's businesses in your heart that seem boarded up. There's people. Wow. who seem boarded up yeah. but because but there's squatters there yeah. but yeah. God is saying that we have an inheritance as the wow. sons and daughters wow. and we're supposed to go in and possess that land wow. Wow. I'm going to read this last little part to you verse 6 it says in verse 6 as for the inhabitants of the and he lists all the places I myself will drive them out be sure to allocate this land to Israel for an inheritance as I've instructed you we have inherited things Not because of our own goodness, not because of our own good marriage, but it's actually because God went before us. And I just want to lift our eyes as a church and realize that we are not done yet. We're not done in Antigua. We're just getting started. We're not done in Dallas, even though there's Bishop Arts, even though there's North, even though there's Antigua, one day Guatemala City. We are so white rock. We are not done. Like, there's how many people do you know that is lost, that you walk by that are so lost? How many families need the hope of the living? gospel that we get to be a part of and so the overall thing that I'm trying to impart to us this morning is that we're just getting started do not grow weary in your well-doing at the appointed time you will reap a harvest and I just need us to have a mindset shift because when you're at chick-fil-a and you're in a very long line and you see that lots of people are at chick-fil-a there's a part of you that's like oh this line's long but you understand it's long because you realize it's chick-fil-a and chick-fil-a is good so we as a serve team have to have a different mindset when the parking lot's full, at our church is all over, we can't, or the checkout line is long, we can't have the mindset of, oh man, what's happening with this growth? Because when you go to Chick-fil-A, you don't stop going to Chick-fil-A because the line is long. You realize they're serving something good, so the line is long. So we may be be churches all over the world that the lines are long, that people are spilled out into the streets, that you have to come early because you're so hungry for what's being served. People get, get, like I'll send Earl out. He'll go grab Chick-fil-A for our family. It feels like he's gone for 30 minutes but it's so worth it yeah. and so i just want us to elevate our mindset yeah. and to be excited about the growth yes. but also to not get comfortable in yeah. the growth because right. there's still people who need yeah. the hope yes. of the living word yes. i love you yes. i love on this journey yes. honored serve team we love you thank you so much for using your gifts and your talents to make it honored as it is in heaven. We pray that today's talk has pushed you forward in your development as a leader. You are loved, you're valued, and you're believed in. Can't wait to see you on Sunday or in one of our connect groups.